Hello, Satellite Sisters. This is Liz, and it is Sunday, November 6th. But what I've picked out for you today is a new-to-you show from Tuesday, November 4th, 2008. I carefully selected this from our Satellite Sisters archive, which you can always listen to at SatelliteSisters.com, because November 4th, 2008 was, in fact, Election Day 2008. And I know that uh, we're all a little tense right now, waiting for this election coming up in just two days. But it was fascinating to me to listen back to this show, because not only was there some drama over the election, but as you may recall, the world economy was in terrifying freefall at the time. So that added a layer of bitter irony to many of the conversations we have here. We talk about my annual physical and the impending doom of a colonoscopy. Uh, We have quite a lively discussion about Martha Stewart, who had been released from uh, federal prison by then, and there's speculation about whether or not anyone from Lehman Brothers or uh, AIG would be uh, going to any of those establishments. Interesting to look back on that uh, eight years later. And then, thank goodness, we have Sheila Dolan on the cozy couch so we can all breathe, reach, and snack. So uh, much as we say at the opening here, we hope you'll be able to download this show and it will keep you company while you're waiting in line to vote. We thank you for listening. We'll have a brand new show this Tuesday. So another election day where we will be with you trying to um, sort of lighten the pressure of what these elections have become. Uh, Thank you also for subscribing to our show. That's incredibly helpful when you do that and when you rate it and review it at iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else. So here you go. November 4th, 2008. Remember that? This is Julie Dolan. This is Liz Dolan. This is Sheila Dolan. This is Monica Dolan. This is Leanne Dolan. News, talk, and laughs. We tackle the world. One tackle the world, one cup of coffee at a time. You're listening to Satellite Sisters to To Go. To Satellite Sisters. To Satellite Sisters to Go. I'm yours. Open up your mind. You are listening to Satellite Sisters. Liz, Julie, and Leanne here today on our Election Day special. So special. Mm -hmm. So special. Can you believe it's finally here? I can't believe it. I know. I know. So we we are producing this show for you in case you want just an hour or so of political free content. A little mini break. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. We know that you are going to be spending your evening glued to the television set as we are going to be. You're probably going to be checking Sister Spot and weighing in Mm -hmm. after you vote. We want to hear about your voting experiences. But you may, while you're standing in line, want to hear the cozy couch. And so that is what we are bringing to you. That level of content. This is what I'm thinking, Leah. This is the perfect thing to do. Standing in line, waiting to vote. We know many of you will be in line for many hours. Hours. So we hope that you downloaded this show first thing in the morning before mm-hmm. you went out to the polls and that we can entertain you while you're waiting to do your civic duty. Mm-hmm. And then maybe on the cozy couch, you'll have like smart new ways to use yard signs. <laughs> because what are people going to do with all those yard signs tomorrow? That's I what I want to 
know. I hope they're on recycled paper or something. I have never. It is a historic level of yard signs. I have never seen so many yard signs. My neighborhood has gone yard sign crazy because we have so many propositions too. So it's not just uh oh, it's not just you know the main event. It's every proposition. It's local measures. It's just it's yard sign mania in, in my neighborhood. Yeah, we have a local measure in Santa Monica that's Prop T. And it's a, it's something about traffic. That's why they named it T. <laughs> so I'm it's thinking. like, say no to traffic or are you sick of traffic? Well, what person who lives in California <laughs> isn't going to agree that they're sick of traffic? I don't you think better that... read that proposition very carefully, <laughs> yeah. Liz, because it is Santa Monica. And perhaps they may call for banning automobiles. <laughs> right. you know? All of that is very possible. I, it, it's, that's why they call it the People's Republic of Santa Monica. So, yeah, I'm not by the time I actually go vote, by the time you hear this, I will have decided how I stand on Prop T. But it just makes me laugh. Say no to traffic. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yes to bicycles. <laughs> okay, so we have that. That's what we have going on today. Yeah. Uh, I, so I have a little report, and then, Julie, apparently you've been doing a lot of thinking about Martha Stewart, and you yes. thought today was the day to share some of that. Yes. I, you know, I was laid up. I had my sprained ankle, so I had a lot of time at home. And you know what you do when you're home alone mm-hmm. with a sprained ankle? You watch a lot of TV. Sure. So I've been watching Mart- Martha, and I have a report for you. Okay. That's good. I haven't spent a lot of time watching Martha because I've been so obsessed with polling data. So <laughs> we can, we can uh, trade information on that. But I actually accomplished something this week that I had been putting off for a long time. I had my annual physical. Good for you, Liz. Yeah, my annual physical had become somewhat less than annual. A biannual <laughs> kind you know, of event? Well, 18 months had gone by. Mm-hmm. I had, And my physical before that, I had let like three or four years go by. And I felt incredibly guilty about, about that. So last year when I had my physical, I promised myself that it was really going to be 12 months. I was going to make my annual physical annual. But then, you know, when the 12 months rolls around and you think, well, I could just lose a few pounds right. before I go in and I see my doctor or right. take a few points off the cholesterol score, those kinds of things. You're just you're just not ready to go in and be evaluated yet. So then months go by. Anyway, so finally, uh, at the beginning of this year, I really did get a handle on some of my health issues. Yes, As you, your sisters you know, I've really been working on it. I've been exercising a lot more. I've been eating very carefully. So then I got excited about the idea sure. of having a physical. Like you're going to win your physical. Exactly, Julie. <laughs> so I finally, I made the appointment. I went in. Uh, it was all very exciting. Uh, we're talking. And so while I'm there, I, I, you know, I'm having the pap smear done mm-hmm. and the breast self-exam. The works. You went yeah, for the works. The That's works, good, Liz. Exactly. But I didn't have to have any blood tests, Julie. I could bring her my blood test scores because I've been seeing a doctor once a month on this weight loss program I'm on anyway. So, I had, so they didn't have to draw any blood, and that was really nice. So you know how doctors try to engage you in casual conversation as you're putting your feet in the stirrups. Yeah, and there's yes. just to, a lot to of... take your mind off of what's really going on at that moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. so sort of, you know, pap smear chit-chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so this is what's going on. Very nice. Dr. Skinner, we're getting ready. It's the pap smear time. Right as she is executing the pap smear, she says this to me. 
have you been obsessed with the election as I am? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, can you imagine? It's like I like bolt upright all of a sudden, like, oh, you too? And when next thing I know, I've totally screwed up the pap smear results. We have to start again. We have to do all this. Liz. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I've been spending a lot of time on those websites. That's all about polling data. She's like, real clear politics. That's where I'm spending every night. <laughs> this is a woman who is a, a doctor, right? right? Like at the Women's Health Center at UCLA. She is the mother of two. I think she has many other things going on in her life. Yes. And she was obsessively monitoring the same polling website that I had been. She's the perfect doctor for you, Liz. Perfect. Even more than that, then she said, you know, my people are from Missouri. I was like, you're from a swing state. I'm so jealous. <laughs> so have you invited her over to Liz Land for election night? Perhaps she could just bring the stirrups and, and really check out several of your friends simultaneously. <laughs> well, she was telling me, Julie, that for her people who are in the part of uh, Missouri where it's the Ozarks, she said, I come from the reddest counties in the reddest state in America. And my people just cannot believe what is going on there. Oh. So that was a whole okay, other conversation. Okay, that's an interesting conversation. It, mm-hmm. it was very interesting. And it passes the time. Well, I mean, yeah. did she have TV monitors with polling data ticking, you know, ticking by in the examining room list? No, by now she's moved to the breast, the breast exam. And so we're, she's working her way around my total body. But we're just talking about, you know, polling data and, and all of that. Uh, so it was a very entertaining physical all the way around. But then I, you know, I had a milestone birthday Mm -hmm. and I had been putting off the colonoscopy. The big C thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, she said, okay, we got to get you scheduled for that. And of course I had to go in for a mammogram. So as I'm leaving, I stop at the desk to schedule myself for the colonoscopy. And, uh, and the nurse said to me, okay, we'll take this information, but we'll call you. She said, I'm sorry, but there's a, uh, a two month delay on appointments oh. for the colonoscopy. <laughs> I was like, yippee! How about a two-year? Uh, yeah, I was there in the office, Julie, doing a little jig, and she said to me, you know, nobody ever complains when I tell them there's a two-month <laughs> wait to get the colonoscopy. But then I don't know what it is. You know how when something is going on in your life, all of a sudden all this information is out there about it. Like if you decide to go to some far off land, all of a sudden the travel section in your newspaper runs a, like what to do in Montenegro story. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the way it's been with me and colonoscopies for the past week. Did you see there was a giant story? I think it was in the wall street journal or the New York times. I forget which one about the virtual colonoscopy. Julie, I know you've been through I saw that and I want it. I want that, Liz. That's, I mean, I was really mad because I just had my colonoscopy this year Uh and I thought if I had just stalled a little longer, perhaps I I could get this virtual colonoscopy, which is, which sounds like an x-ray machine. Well, it's essentially an MRI. Yeah. But here's the deal. I was really excited when I saw the headline, like, yay, sign me up for the virtual colonoscopy. But then when you read the finer points of the story, you still have to be prepped, as oh. they say, oh. for the regular colonoscopy. Oh, well, then there's no advantage. There's no, that's what I thought. Because isn't the prep yes, exactly yes. what the problem I, is? I speak with a great deal of experience, yes. 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 And that's, so that's another thing. Again, when you're, uh, you're in the world of, of planning a colonoscopy, all news is about colonoscopies. And I get the... The Women's Health Letter from Harvard Medical School. It's oh, one of that's the many, a good one. One of the many email newsletters I get. And what was their prime subject this week? The headline was uh, colonoscopy prep 
harder on women than on men. And then it was a totally <laughs> gruesome explanation about hey, why wait, that la, is. La, 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 la. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't read that, Liz. Yeah. Don't read it. So I just, I just deleted that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and then uh, so it's all been coming at me, and I thought, two months, that's great. I'm not going to have to think about this till the new year begins. That is excellent. But then the follow-up came yesterday. I mean, like, I wasn't even out of the office for 48 hours when I get the call from Marvin. Marvin is apparently the head scheduler at UCLA, responsible for these kinds of things. And he said, uh, yes, this was on my voicemail. Uh, I'm calling to schedule your colonoscopy. Oh, procedure. And he kind of corrected himself because I guess with all of these new privacy regulations, they can't say on your voicemail Mm -hmm. what it is that they're supposed to be doing. You know, UCLA is the hospital that got into trouble because people were peeking into the movie star's medical records. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. That was all all of that stuff. So my man Marvin has apparently gotten me to the front of the list on the career. <laughs> he was able to squeeze you to in, squeeze Liz. Me in, which was uh, yeah. The other squeezing will of course be my uh, mammography. <laughs> so there's a lot of squeezing in happening, but I, I guess that's good. I think by the end of the year to have gone through like the total overhaul and just know you have a clean bill of health, you go into the new year with a you know. A new view of what you can accomplish. That's right. And if you read more about the procedure or the prep, Liz, you would totally freak yourself out and talk yourself out of actually showing up at the appointment. Yeah, I I could not read the rest of it. Right. I, I think it's much better to be uninformed. Oh, really? About this procedure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm planning now, hearing you guys discuss this, I'm going to stay uninformed for the next seven years. That's a, that's I don't even a good really thing. want to know what you're talking about. Don't, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I, could never, I could never describe what I uh, went through. Well, okay. I, but I have heard, just to close up this conversation, I have heard from people that the prep is the hard part, that the actual procedure. That's correct. That there is a, people always say this. The drugs are really good. Yes, it's delightful. Yes. It's a very, if, uh, if you're, a very restful sleep. You yeah. feel very refreshed. It's it, like a day at a spa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even my doctor said that when I said, you know, Dr. Skinner, I'm a little bit, you know, I'm not that anxious to get the colonoscopy done. She said, well, let me tell you this. Uh, last year, my father was going through a really bad thing at work, and he was involved with all of these lawyers, and there was a lawsuit, and like every night he would come home and his head would be exploding. He was just going through a terrible, terrible phase. And then he had to go in and have a colonoscopy. And he called me that night. He said, I wish I could have that done every day. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever they gave me for that procedure was exactly what I need to get over all of the hardships at work. So that's what I'm going to focus on, Julie. Okay, Liz. That that part of it will be fun. Sheila will be signing up now that she's heard that rave review. (laughs) (laughs) All right, coming up with the Satellite Sister. Sheila is coming up later on in the show. The Cozy Couch is here. But first, Julie has some observations on our girl Martha. Stay tuned. We're the Satellite Sisters. Take up your arms, sons and daughters, we will arise from the bunkers, by land, by sea, by the ridge of all, we'll leave our tracks untraceable now. When we arrive, sons and daughters, Sons and daughters 
listening to the Satellite Sisters Election Day special. That song's going to list song. chills yes. from the Decemberist Sons and Daughters, our listener sort of pick of the week. To the barricades. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's very, um, uh, uh, gosh, the musical about the French Revolution. Les Miserables. It's very yeah, yeah. Les Mis, isn't it? Well, the Decemberists were, in fact, the Russian revolutionaries. Yes. So yes. there you go. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. get your dirigible and go vote, people. <laughs> Fire up the dirigible. I would like to see someone take a dirigible to a voting place. I don't think you can get, bring those to the polling station. Yep. No, okay. Uh-uh. All righty. All right, Jewel, you had the sprained ankle. Yes, You've been I did. spending a lot of time on the couch, and you've been watching TV. Good for you. Yeah, well, you know, that's what you have to do. Sure. And I found myself watching Martha Stewart. Now, you know, I've had some issues with Martha in the past. Um, that yes, I you just have. Don't, I, just ne- I didn't agree with Martha's decision to lie to federal prosecutors. And apparently I was right because they sent her to jail for, li- for lying to federal prosecutors. You make it sound like the rest of us supported <laughs> her decision to lie to federal prosecutors. Well, there were many people that didn't really have a big problem with it. I, I mean, a lot... Along with the federal government, I agreed that, you know, that this was a crime and you should pay the time, you know, she do the time, which I she just did. felt like she should be treated like everyone else who lies to federal prosecutors. And most of them, nothing happens to them. But anyway, okay. let's carry on. But I just in the spirit of, I don't know, renewal, I thought, well, I'm just going to try Martha again. You know, I mean, here I am. I am bored, silly. I'm lying on the couch. I cannot watch any more election coverage. OK, I'm going to watch Martha Stewart. I'm going to this with an open mind. Mind. I just a fresh approach. You know, I, I am trying to just, you know, she she did her time in jail. She has made a comeback and I've really never seen her show. So I sat down to watch the show and you know how, what the, the how the show works. She has some celebrity come on and they they do a little craft or a cooking thing together. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. her guest that day was Paolo Zott and Paolo Zott, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, is the actor who stars in the Broadway revival of South Pacific. He is the Tony Award, Tony Award winning actor who sings some enchanted evening. You know, he's got the big, booming, operatic voice. He's this incredibly (laughs) handsome guy. He is laughing at your Mario Lanza. Don't make me sing again. Don't make me sing. I just wanted you to know the character. That's, I don't know the character's name, but that's the song he sings. And he's, and Somehow, um, Martha just let it drop that she had met him at a dinner party, and he apparently had been to Poland. And, of course, we all know Martha's backstory, that Mm -hmm. she had been... Her grandmother, her ancestors are from Poland. So she invites Paolo on. And so far, it's going fine. She's talking about how great the play is, and she's complimenting him. But then, all of a sudden, the nails come on. The the hammer is back. Because then they start engaging in the activity, and they are going to make Polish pierogies, those little potato dumplings. Yeah, yeah. um, Little boats, right? Yes, the little boats. And she, um, so she has her set of ingredients and bowls, and then she, and Paolo has his set. And he like immediately does something wrong. And she and she is like correcting him. She is scolding him that he's adding the milk to the mashed potato mix much too fast. And he's she's he's not thoroughly mixing her perfectly riced potatoes that mm-hmm. are going to be the filling for the pierogies. And then, so he is really, uh, you can see his, he's starting to sweat. He's really uncomfortable. And I'm thinking, 
Martha, don't do that to this guy. He seems so nice. He's the romantic lead. He won a Tony Award, and you're there scolding him? And she continued on. They rolled out some dough for the pierogi, and she is yelling now. She's like, be sure to only roll in one direction. <laughs> see, see, Jill, your bias is coming through. <laughs> I, I, I just, Leanne, I couldn't. I, if I could jump off the couch at that moment, I would have. But I just... It just really bothered me that here she takes these, this very successful, seemingly charming, super accomplished guy. I mean, I looked up his bio. He starred in all sorts of operas, and now he's, you know, he's living his dream, being in a Broadway musical, and he won a Tony. And she has made him feel like a piece of dirt on her show. <laughs> Just because you won a Tony dirt. doesn't mean you can make a pierogi. Right. You know. Has she, he been to the big house? She's the teacher. But she's not. But it's it's something different than the teacher, Liz. She's like a hammer. She's like she's there to remind people that you are not that good. And I, I was I was so upset the first day that I decided to watch Martha again a second day oh, just to good. see maybe mm-hmm. perhaps she had it in for Paolo. So the second day I watched the Martha Stewart show. She had LL Cool J on oh, as the as the guest. He's so fun. He is so fun. He's so charming. Father of four. You know, lovely. Martha's making a little chit chat with him. I love how Martha calls it hip hop, you know, in her <laughs> in her snobby accent. She was asking about hip hop. Um, but once again, they were making these sugar skulls. They were Halloween decorations. Oh. She starts criticizing Mr. LL uh, about the way <laughs> about the way he was decorating his skull. I mean, she was like, oh, well, you put way too much decoration on, and of course it's going to run if you do that. And I thought, that's not right. Here is this super, again, super accomplished, you know, musician, actor. Business person. Business person. Obviously a great, sounds like a great family man. And once again, the hammer comes down. Okay. So I, I just... I just I just don't know. But it, it got worse because that same day, later in the afternoon, after watching Martha, I turn on the business news channel and Martha is on again. And Martha is talking to some business reporter about about the election and what should happen and the economy. And here's what Martha Stewart said about the financial crisis and the economy and any response from the federal government and what it's going to mean to taxpayers. Yeah, I can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear this. Suck it up. That's what Martha Stewart said. She said to suck it up. Okay, here is this ex-con. She is just so hardened now that no matter what hardship people are feeling about their mortgages, about credit cards, about increased taxes, about the burden of these bailouts, she's just told us to suck it up. Now, in her defense, though, because I have been thinking a lot about Martha, too. Yes. Don't you think she is sitting at home every night watching these CEOs who have clearly committed fraud right fraud on Clearly. a huge scale yes. you know billions and billions of dollars right. and she is sitting there thinking i went to jail for 20 g's yeah. and these people are taking down the entire world economy mm-hmm. and they're getting you know right and people billion are saying dollar let's, let's not play the blame game yeah well she got blamed she got totally sucked I, in uh, I, I totally agree with I, you, Liam. I doesn't surprise me she said suck it up <laughs> i she sucked it up and went to jail and taught those women yoga and microwave food martha stewart knows how to suck it up she I have felt she... bad for her for the last month. I have been thinking. Well, don't ever about go on her show because you, 
You won't feel. I don't. I don't feel bad for her because she's not very nice to her. her, her she's never been guests. nice. Can we just get over that fact? <laughs> right. She right. is not nice. That is not. She's not her thing. Who she mm-hmm. is. It's not part of her brand. Right. Right. She's right. the teacher. She's the expert. It's Martha's rules on Martha's show, and Martha wins. Yes. She's always going to make the pierogi better than you. Right. That's the way she said it. Suck up. it up, Martha wins. Suck it up, Paolo and LL. <laughs> Suck it up. I'm glad she said suck it up. I really have a huge amount of sympathy for her. She must be furious. (laughs) She must wake up every day and be like, why aren't all those Lehman Brothers going to jail? Why not? Put Mr. AIG, put him in jail. Can you stand it? I mean, for 20 grand, one bad phone call. All right. Well, well, maybe we should have all those bankers should be forced to go on Martha's show. Because there is nothing more humiliating (laughs) than being on Martha's show, as far as I can tell. That would be justice. Yeah. But then, but then it got even. Have the AIG guys do a wreath making thing with Martha. <laughs> but by now, I am like obsessed by Martha. Yeah. So I see this promotion for the show, Whatever Martha. Have oh. you ever seen oh. this show? I refuse to watch that. I can't okay, watch. this is the show. This, this has concept a, offends me. This is, well, Liz, I want to ask you about this because it, it, it features Alexis Stewart, mm-hmm. who is Martha's only daughter, and Alexis's friend, Jennifer Koppelman Hutt, who also happens to. Alexis's only friend. Well, uh, apparently, if you <laughs> no, saw I don't, this I don't show, know that, but that would be my conclusion. That may be my conclusion, too. And Jennifer's other claim to fame is that she is the daughter of Charles Koppelman, who is the chairman of Martha Stewart Living. Right. So he, she's had a very um, privileged background. So here's the show, Liz. All what Martha has done is she has branded, she, and Martha is the executive producer of whatever um, Martha. It's just Alexis and her friend watching old Martha Stewart shows and making snide, horrible comments about Martha, about the crafts, about the guests. I mean, when I say that Alexis, in Sheila's you know, psychobabble, would call it, she is a woman with issues. She is so bitter and hateful and angry towards her mother. You can't believe it. They were doing a, hol- a Halloween craft, mm. and Alexis, for example, says, well, I remember Halloween at our house. My mother used to turn off all the lights. We didn't give out any cam- candy. If the kids came to the door, we gave them apples and pennies. How pathetic is that? I mean, that's what she says. Wow. Yes, it is really. I mean, she. there Whatever. isn't an issue that that uh, Alexis doesn't talk about <laughs> how difficult and controlling and how hateful. I mean, they did one where they were making a pumpkin pie and they were and was Martha was demonstrating how to do the crust. Again, Alexis says, well, I can remember eating a pumpkin pie at my house and I had purposely saved the crust for last and I was just about to eat it. And then my mother took the crust away from me because she said I'd get fat. Wow. We're speechless. here. That's the show. This is the show. And Jennifer, she just she just bumbles through the crafts. She doesn't know how to use a glue gun. And again, just making snarky, snide comments about Martha and about. So she, uh, Jennifer, the friend, doesn't have any, you know, deep seated issues with Martha, but she knows that her friend Alexis does. So what Martha has done is Liz, she has like commercialized her daughter's anger and hate mm-hmm. towards her. Mm hmm. 
That's what she does. Or Dr. any, Joy. or any, or any, anybody. It's as if people who don't like Satellite Sisters, we created some other show so that they could just comment <laughs> just about how much they didn't like us. That is what Martha Stewart has done. She has extended her brand, to use your terminology, Liz, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to to include people who hate her. So people who hate Martha Stewart, there is a place for you on the dial. Mm-hmm. It is both a television show and a radio show. Mm-hmm. I, I, it is. It's interesting that she is both the brand and the anti-brand, and she manages to make money from both of those things. You know, the Alexis uh, Stewart, her whole business now, it seems to me, if you want to reject everything your mother stands yes. for, which is totally her right, yeah, go, absolutely. go for it. Uh, reject everything your mother stands for. Then maybe you shouldn't also base your entire career on standing on your mother's back. You know, just sort of the, <laughs> your mother. It, it just seems right. like Good point, Liz. Then just walk away. Her whole, bitter irony seems to be her thing. And I just don't find that that entertaining. I have not seen the television show, but I have heard her radio show. Because this summer when I rented a car and drove to Oregon and back, Sirius Satellite Radio was in my car. So it was the first time I had ever heard... Martha's radio channel on Sirius, and and this show has existed on Sirius for, for quite a while. For two years, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was just really surprised that that was the tenor of that show as well. It was Alexis complaining about things like, you know, I was at my mother's house in East Hampton last week, and I hate it when she sends her maid over with food for me. She knocks on the door. It's like noon. I'm not even up yet, and there's some, and my mother is sending lunch over. I was really yeah no it is this I'm is shocked. a very that's the show. angry that's the this, show. Is, this mm-hmm. is a very angry bitter show, a daughter who has a a you know multi but obviously it's platform. supposed to be ironic you're supposed to take it as but there, but bitter irony she, not just bitterness but, but the thing she says whether it was about Halloween or about like taking away this you know pumpkin pie crust I mean this is a girl with a lot of issues about her mother and. I, it is so uncomfortable and terrible to watch. And and yet Martha is the executive producer of it. I suppose we're supposed to give Martha credit for the fact that she can take a joke, right? And I think if you thought it was funny, you would give her credit for that. Right. But, but, I, but I instead, it's not that funny. It's kind of awkward and I uncomfortable. I thought it was supposed to be like Mystery Science Theater 2000, which was so funny when people would watch the old bad sci-fi things and make comments and the pop-ups. I thought that was like the clever creative idea but it doesn't sound like it has no, any it warmth whatsoever. It immediately dissolves into, you know, real anger and bitterness. And she's that, my age, you know, Alexis. Yes, not I like know she's that's a the small thing. Child. I mean, right. she's a grown woman who's was in my ballet class. And she was a little chunky, but so was I. So well, she was eating the pie crust, but apparently she stopped, Leanne. She stopped okay. eating the pie, pie crust. So it was so I mean, that Martha can really suck it up. That's what I that's suck what it up. I that's what I came away that from my you know week with Martha Stewart. Suck it up. That's a good motto. <laughs> I think I said that last week about all the college kids graduating, right? Yeah. Suck it up. Okay. Sorry. Bad recession. It's happened before. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You're not entitled. All right. Well, Julie, good. Leanne, maybe Martha you should report. get your own show on CNBC. The Suck It Up Hour. Leanne, <laughs> Leanne gives you a pep talk on. Is how there to a show up. named Suck It Up? Because we should brand that. Liz, yeah. get on that right away. Satellite Sisters, suck it up. Suck it up, whatever. Okay, all right. I just well, think in the current environment yeah. where the national mood is, I'm just personally, right. this is just Liz, I'm just not into the bitter irony. 
I just, I'm not really into bitterness. I'm right. not really into irony so much. And bitter irony, no. I, I'm and I'm not on. into family dysfunction like this. Yeah, I think that right. they should spend their resources trying to have a better relationship. Uh-huh. Oh, Jewel, that's nice. Well, you, I mean, yeah. And then I, they, I and then both need the cozy couch and fast. <laughs> I know. I really do. Sheila, thank God you're here. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Are we taking this all too seriously? Yes, I think you are, okay? You can feel happier and less tired in seconds, all right? <laughs> Okay. Well, Yay! You know what? You know what I love about Women's World? Not a trace of bitterness or irony no. in that no. entire magazine. No. All right. Well, then coming up, the cozy couch. We're psyched for it. Stay tuned, Satellite Sisters. Election Day special. This is Liz live from Lizland, and this is the biggest week ever. Biggest week ever in Lizland. So it's either election eve or election day as you hear this. And I just want to let you know the kind of coverage we will be supplying for you in Lizland. Okay, sisters? Can't wait to hear the plan, Liz. Uh, yes, I have. Uh, we'll be providing live team coverage on Tuesday. Uh, now you may want, wonder who my team is. Yeah, I, I haven't been informed that <laughs> yeah. I'm part of the team, yeah. but uh, if you need me, I'll be there. Well, I told sort of. I told you to send me a picture of yourself at your polling place. That will be part of the live coverage. Sheila, voting. why are you looking at me, Leon? I'm going to be there. I'm showing up. I'm going to. I'm going to vote. <laughs> but here's my team. It's it's me. Of course, it's Ferris, but he's a dog, so he doesn't usually contribute much to these things. My friend Robin is visiting. Uh, from Colorado. So she will have a very unique insight because that's a swing state. Yes. So she will have already voted and she's going to be in L.A. for a few days. So she's going to provide the swing state analysis Mm -hmm. as we move through (laughs) any battleground. That's going to be Robin's area. (laughs) And then my friend Ruby is also going to be there. She's been with me for all of the debates. You know, I've mentioned Ruby before. Uh, She provides a sort of cogent political analysis that I find is way advanced from anything I've heard from Babe Buchanan or Paul Begala because Ruby is five. Yeah. You know, she has the day off from school. She's five years old. She sees right through these people. <laughs> so she can look at people on TV and just say things that you know are true, but like grownups don't bother to say. Like in the debate, she kept saying, how come they smile every time they say something mean to each other? <laughs> really? Isn't that true? <laughs> true. Were, were Tell you, it like it is, Ruby. Were you thinking that but not saying it? So here's the deal. Starting at 2 p.m. Pacific time, I will be live blogging at Sister Spot. Why 2 p.m., you say? Because I don't know how long it's going to take me to vote in the morning. Polls open at 7 Mm a.m. in California. Mm -hmm. And believe me, I'll be there right at the very beginning. But it looks like there's been such massive turnout all over the country in early voting that we haven't had early voting here in California. So who knows how many people are going to be in line. So I'm giving myself all morning to vote. Then the noon to two, I will be shopping for election day snacks and foods and things because my team is going to need to be fed. So that's noon to two. And then 2 p.m. Pacific, live blogging at Sister Spot. But you must contribute, all of you. Here's what I want to know from you. What is your voting experience? We're going to have grassroots feeding in to the Sister Spot live team coverage where there are a lot of people in line at your polling place. Is this an exciting day for you? Is it the first time you've ever voted? Is it the first time you've ever voted for a particular party? I want to know blow by blow what's going on all across America. So just post your comments at Sister Spot. Will do, Liz. And then Friday, 
on Friday's show, we are going to review elections, election coverage, election results, and your comments from Sister Spot will inform our coverage, as they say. So there you have it, live blogging at Sister Spot on Election Day, starting at 2 p.m. Pacific. Please join me there. Welcome, welcome to the Cozy Couch with Sheila. Special Election Day Cozy Couch, because you've heard it all, and you don't need to hear anything here but breathe, reach, and snack. (laughs) That's really what we're focused on letting go, letting our mind drift, because we know it's all out there. (laughs) We we know the world (laughs) is is the way the world, the real world, is waiting for us. What we want to do is create a false world inside for ourselves. So take a deep breath in. Reach and snack Snack. and let go of your worries. That's right. Mm. I'm back to Woman's World this week. I tried a little National Enquirer last week, which was trivial and mundane, but it wasn't quite as mundane as Woman's World. So I am back. Plus, they had celebrities. Here they have no-name models. Yeah, we like that. It's just cozier that way. Right. I mean, the the model on the cover of Woman's World doesn't even—usually they have Cherise— or Kara with an H at the end. Yeah. She doesn't even have a name this week. No. But she's psyched. Oh, well, yeah. she's, you know why she's psyched? She's why? wearing teal. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I'm that's psyched. a feel good color. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's a feel good color for fall. Uh, she apparently went on the University of Texas obesity cure diet. And basically, uh, she looked for that hidden fat ingredient, which does anyone know what it is, by the way? No. Fat. What? <laughs> Butter? What do you mean hidden it begins, fat? It begins with affluent, but it's not fat. Flavonoids. Fructose. Fructose. You got it. Yeah. Okay, Leon. All right. But you're not going to get slim eating the ground beef dinner pullout that Woman's World has this week. How about the mini shepherd pies? Oh, those mm. look so good. How about the picadillo with Spanish oh. rice? Oh, my God. Oh, no. And cheeseburger quiche. Cheeseburger mm. quiche. That Can you stand that? That's on the obesity cure? No. 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 I, I said ironically, Liz. Ironic. I'm sorry. Oh, even Women's World is ironic. <laughs> no, no, I am ironic. Not oh. Women's World. <laughs> I, ironi- I said ironically, they have, you know, the ground beef dinner pullout this week. I'm pulling that out. <laughs> All right. Cheeseburger That's what you're pie. supposed to do. Yum. Let's get started. Yeah. Smart ideas to make life happier. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> uh, smart ideas to make you healthier and smart ideas to make life delicious. Yay. All right. Let's get started. This is about feeling refreshed anytime, anytime at all. Try a two-minute energizer. Okay, get ready, everybody. <laughs> okay. All right. You're going to need the fleshy spot where your thumb attaches to your hand. Mm. Oh, mm. Not and my thigh. Tap, oh, very interesting. And now, tap the top of your head uh-huh. and rub your earlobes, okay? These are acupressure points. They're going to wake up your body. Let's try it now. Fleshy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Head? Uh-huh. Earlobes. Oh. Are, you, are you waking up? Yeah. Do you feel it? Yeah. Okay, it sends messages to the brain. Wake up. Wake up. Oh, good idea. Even if you're on the couch, <laughs> wake up. <laughs> All right. Now, Julie, I know you drink a lot of tea. Yes, I do. Green tea. Mm-hmm. But have you traded in your autumn cocoa yet? <laughs> <laughs> I know you have a whole stash of autumn cocoa. Do you have your autumn cocoa ready? I do. We have I, have, I have a cocoa. special shelf for 
Autumn. Or AC, yes. Autumn cocoa. All right. What is autumn cocoa? It's just a, well, it's your cocos for the autumn, oh. Liz. <laughs> when else would you I, drink I there was something I was missing. You wouldn't drink cocoa in the summer, Liz. Come on. Now, you're going to trade it in for any kind of tea because tea contains a special amino acid called theanine. Mm-hmm. And that leaves your brain renewed <laughs> and refreshed. Okay. okay. Yeah. Now, also, Leon, I know you brush your teeth a lot. Yep. Um, <laughs> just trying to make that human connection. <laughs> yes. Um, great transition. Brushing your teeth can help you feel refreshed. Is that why you do it? Sometimes it does kind of wake me up. Okay. Is it the pepperminty yeah. toothpaste? Yeah. Research proves that smelling or tasting... Peppermint mm, increases your alertness by 30%. So do a little brush midday. Flush, flushy, tap, brushing, and tea. ears. Minty. Yeah. Okay, and mirrors. And ears. <laughs> and um, tea. All right. Now, what about my autumn cocoa? <laughs> Julie, you're going to have to save your autumn cocoa for next autumn. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> now, yeah, put it away. Drink the tea. It's what. <laughs> Oh, okay. I mean, I know it's autumn cocoa, but I don't know if we can ever drink it now. Because the woman world said we have to put it aside. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. I found that confusing, too. It's ironic, isn't it? It is ironic. I mean, let's not even talk about winter cocos. I mean, really. Okay. Are we going to have to put them aside? Oh, <laughs> All right. now I'm getting worked up. That's Smart ideas to make you healthier. Okay, Julie, I thought about you. Okay, thank you, Um Cheryl. Have you ever tried to walk and text at the same time? <laughs> You know, I haven't really mastered walking. All yet, right. So. All right. Well, this is just one more thing you need to think about. All right. Once you master walking, yes. don't, don't try to text because you can be distracted and it can cause serious injury in terms of tripping or falling on your face, Lynn, <laughs> or colliding with the cyclist. Did you realize that that could happen at any moment or rollerblading into a motor vehicle? <laughs> While you're texting, you're oh. texting and rollerblading now. No, that is no. Definitely I did see it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it meant rollerblader or motor vehicle. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's from the American College of Emergency Physicians. Have you heard of that group? I've never heard of them. That never. makes sense to me. Never at all. All right. This is this is my favorite. This is one of my favorite tip strips I've ever read. <laughs> What tip strip? I didn't realize that's what you called well, them. Well, smart ideas to make life delicious. Okay, now, th- just picture this. This is a wait. Hor- autumn cocoa? <laughs> no, autumn cocoa. We're it's, bringing it back. It's no. It's combining breakfast and dinner. Hearty breakfast style dinners. Breakfast style. Okay, it's one word. All right. Oh, okay. Okay, so check it out. Number one, creamed chicken waffles. Oh, mm. you're gonna. <laughs> I think that sounds delicious. <laughs> You're going to stir chicken strips into fr- with frozen peas into condensed can cream of chicken soup. Mm. Heat through and serve over frozen waffles. Says God is my witness. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> I mean, really, this is unbelievable. Okay, here's a funny one too. Eggs bean addict. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Heat canned refried beans uh-huh. spread over toasted English muffins. Uh-huh. Top with some sauteed Canadian bacon. Canadian? <laughs> and some scrambled eggs. And why don't you pile on some creamed waffles on top of it? I mean, how many calories? 
I mean, breakfast and dinner. Get it, Leanne? I get it. Sure. <laughs> breakfast style. I was counting up the calories because I know you like to do that. You All like right. to quiz us on how many calories things have. <laughs> All right. Here's a sweet and savory pancake witch. Pancake witch. Pancake witch. Pancake witch. Sandwich deli sliced ham mm-hmm. and okay. Swiss cheese between mm-hmm. cooked frozen pancakes with maple syrup. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even say go. Oh <laughs> and let's just top it off with the zesty huevos from Charles. Fry golden tortillas in hot oil. Mm-hmm. All right? Because okay. cold oil is no good. Sure. Yeah, and then top with fried eggs, avocado, chunks, jarred <laughs> salsa, and a dollop of sour cream, and some frozen peas, and some canned chicken soup, <laughs> and some hash browns, and some Canadian bacon. Yummo. I mean, this is, this is really, this is, this is dense. I mean, yeah. this is, this well, is, yeah. that's breakfast style. It's mm. breakfast style. Yeah, breakfast style. It's a breakfast style dinner. Yeah. And so that is it. I mean, feeling refreshed, chowing down, being safe, wearing teal. It's all part of woman's world. Oh, I'm just going to go back to the fleshy. It is yeah. fleshy. Isn't that fun? <laughs> We're just getting fleshy. <laughs> I like tapping my head. <laughs> Can Wake I do that up. when I walk, Sheila? Wake up, brain. <laughs> Ooh, that's it. I'm the Cozy Couch with Sheila. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. I have. Yeah. All right. Well, it is election day, so you know what to do. First, you need to vote, and then you need to tell us about it. Liz is going to be blogging live at Liz Land at the at Sister Spot starting at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Yeah. Anything you want to send 2, us about what's going on in your part of the world, that's what we want to know. Can I ask a follow-up question? When do they start calling states? Are they not allowed to call states till the polls are over, or do they call the national election? I don't think they can... Call and I mean, while California's or the West Coast is still open, I don't think they can call anything. Here's what the networks have officially said: oh. they are not going to call states until polls close across the country. Okay. However, they are going to start releasing projections based on exit polls. So that's the same thing, right? Except for exit polls have been wrong. Right? Well, but they have this new system again. You're right. Okay. That was the problem in 2000. They projected the winner of the whole darn thing. But I thought even in New Hampshire in the primaries, the exit polls that were is, incorrect. That is correct. So they have this whole new system of all the Since ex- New Hampshire. All the exit poll people are locked in a room together, literally, like from every network. Wow. They have one representative locked in a room. They're the only ones allowed to look at the exit polls. They are not allowed to take their Blackberries or their cell phones into the room with them because they don't want the exit polling data leaking out anywhere. And then starting at 5 p.m., and I think that's 5 p.m. Eastern time, which, right. is, which is why I picked okay. 2 p.m. Pacific time. That's when you're going to start to see exit polling data. Okay. okay. So part of the problem is if they are using this exit poll data and certain states in the East Coast go a certain way, like, say, Pennsylvania, right. Virginia, Florida. and Florida all go a certain way, the networks have said they will not project a winner nationwide. But anyone sitting at home doing the math is going to be able to do it themselves. Wow. This is like the Emmys. When are you going to be projecting the winner? I will be That's really all I care about. I don't care about those networks. I just want the report from Liz Land. You think we should project our own Satellite Sisters winner? Yes, Liz, get to work. (laughs) We're going to call it? Okay, well. Call it early. Call it often, Liz. That's what I think you should do. If you are in Florida, Virginia, or Pennsylvania, 
And what the hell? Throw in New Hampshire. Right. I would like you to be communicating directly Well, we know we have us. Jane in New Hampshire. Yes. We have Kristen in Tampa. We know, right. mm-hmm. yeah, we know we have uh, we stringers. Have, we have representatives in all these states, but those East Coast swing states, battleground states, Sister Spot is where you need to be posting your comments and letting us know what's going on on the ground. Because Liz will be locked in a room. Then we but will. have <laughs> what's going on in, on the ground. I like that, Liz. <laughs> oh, Liz, wouldn't you I love to be to- one of those people in the locked room? You know. You would, you would be great I at that I think it's job. much more powerful now that you've given me the ability to project our own winner. <laughs> you can project the win. I, I think that would be great, Liz. I hope you don't influence the Hawaiian vote, Liz. No, no you know, projection. but being here in California, it is a problem. It's you, a bummer. You just really don't want to have people lose their incentive to go vote by starting to hear at 5 p.m., even if it's 5 p.m. Pacific time. Our polls here are open right. until 8 p.m. That's just not fair. Right. You know, that you, we, it, it really does make you lose momentum right. to go vote. If you're you coming home from work at the end of a hard call. day. You're going to be standing in line. It's easy to just bail, you're especially right. because California is not exactly a in swing play. state. Right. So anyway, but enjoy. It's a big day. Historic. We'll mm. be back on Friday. That's right. With so, all kinds of stuff. So there you go. We will Sheila be back was just <laughs> tapping her head again. That was some kind Remember of Remember to vote. Remember to vote. Remember to come to work. Remember <laughs> to come to work. <laughs> okay. I'd like to thank Kia Renee for helping us out this week. Again, you can always find us at SatelliteSisters.com. Hey, sisters, have a great day. Hey, you, you too, too girls. Then. And don't forget, call your Satellite Sister. <laughs>